Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Welcome to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Daring, live on Podbean.com and the Podbean app. Uh, thanks for joining me tonight. Um, so I have some things on my mind that are kind of on the uh, very angry side. You see, The Atlantic came out with an article uh, the other day that said that the reason why Donald Trump canceled visits to World War I cemeteries in France back in 2018 wasn't because of rain, wasn't because of bad weather, it wasn't because the you know, the helicopters couldn't fly and it was generally unsafe to do a motorcade. So, instead, they just canceled because, well, well, they're losers and suckers. Why would, why would they, you know, sacrifice themselves with nothing in return? It's like, hold on a second, wait, stop, stop. Slow your roll just a second, Atlantic. Who's saying this? Well, we, we have unnamed sources inside the White House who know what they're talking about. Oh, really? Unnamed sources? Like who? Give a name. The problem is, oh, well, we're not going to release those names or who told us that because we have journalistic integrity and we're not going to sacrifice our integrity. Well, bullcrap. The problem is you are pushing a narrative that, you know, okay, so he said some really horrible things about John McCain. Whether you agree with those views of him or not, I personally don't know a whole lot about John McCain's situation as a you know POW. I have heard things that are rather unflattering about John McCain's time in in the Hanoi Hilton. But I'm going to presume, because nothing has been proven, that he served honorably during his five years as a POW. And yet, John McCain was a huge political rival of Donald Trump, so Donald Trump said horrible things about him. It's what he does! However, when you have all these anonymous sources coming out, but, oh, sorry about that, my phone's going crazy and knocking the floor, and apparently it's not very happy with 
but you know, you have these anonymous sources. It's like, okay, well, if you believe, if you have the courage of your convictions to actually be saying this, then name names. The problem is that no one at the Atlantic, whether it's the author of this article or the author of a hundred other articles, none of them have a hair on their ass to actually stand up and go, you know what? No, we're going to say it was Bob in accounting who was right there with the president who, you know, he heard it. You know, you, you have four supposed sources who were coming out and saying this, but there's 10 sources who were able to come out and say, uh, no, that never happened. We were with the president the entire time. And, and on, on one of the accusations that Donald Trump, oh, he didn't want to stand out in the rain and get his hair wet. And that's the reason why they canceled the trip. Okay, if he canceled that trip because of the rain, then how come the next day he spent an hour at another cemetery standing in the damn rain? I mean, come on. The problem is that these inside sources and the intelligentsia who work over at the Atlantic, they lack the testicular fortitude. They don't have the actual balls to come out and actually name names. Uh, oh, oh, oh I, don't, I, I don't want to lose my job at the White House. I'm not going to say what I, what, I, what I heard him say. Oh, I'm scared. And that's the problem. If you have the courage of your convictions that this guy is bad president, this guy is bad for the country, then stand up on your own two damn feet and say something. Have a backbone. I know when you were raised as a jellyfish, it's hard to take a stand. When you are told that standing up what you believe in is wrong, so you have the only way you can get ahead is to stab people in the back, I understand it, it's difficult to come out and say, oh my gosh. He's doing something naughty. I have to dis I have to disclose it. And I'm going to put my name on it. Uh Lady Di is asking if there are no trolls tonight. So far there's not. They usually wait till later in the show, which is good because that means I have more bourbon in me. She is. But the Yeah. And this is the same thing they were dealing with back at the beginning of the Trump administration when all of these anonymous leaks from inside the White House, inside sources say, <laughs> Scuba Steve says, he's working on it so far, Tyler's ignoring me. No, I'm trying to rant. It's hard to rant when I'm, trying, when I'm reading all the uh, text in the live chat. So if you're listening to this on on demand on your favorite podcast app or at relentlessstaring.com, you're missing half the fun of seeing what's going on that's causing me to have my train of thought completely derailed. I'm not ignoring anybody. I'm trying to get my points across. 
Trust me, in my head, this rant went a lot longer. It was much easier to ignore you all. But hey, it's cool. Imagine if y'all were just trying to uh, found anywhere free podcasts are sold. <laughs> uh, for anyone who doesn't get that little inside reference, check out uh, Chewing the Fat podcast from The Blaze with host Jeff Fisher. I'm not going to say it's an informative show, but it is entertaining. And that is worth the price of admission. And let me tell you, with chewing the fat, you get what you pay for. About like you do with this one. Um, yeah, so, again, going back to all the anonymous sources, and all that it is just like at the beginning of the presidency, when you had all the leaks. Well, granted, a lot of them, and I'm pretty sure were Steve Bannon just trying to... And Jennings. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'll get back. I'll touch back on that one later. Um. It, when it goes back to the, you know, beginning of the presidency, a lot of it turns out was Steve Bannon, Reince Priebus, all trying to like fight with each other to, you know, fight amongst each other to curry favor with President Trump, which. That either did something or nothing. Who really knows? And I know there's a lot of deep stuff going on in the background. I'm sorry, it's my phone. And now if you're hearing snoring in the background, there's no one asleep in here. It's it's a 95-pound English Mastiff who is curled up at my feet, snoring her little head off. So, yes, Lady Die Topper is here. She's doing more to ignore all of you than I am. But, so now you have, you know, if there are legitimate people within the White House now who are, you know, releasing the story, which I'm thinking two years ago with all the stuff that was going on with Russiagate and blah, 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 a lot of this stuff was leaked, you know, leaked, emphasis on I'm, you know, Putting this out here because I think the, the whole world should just know about it. It's so important. <laughs> oh, hush. And the, uh, I, it's just a lot of it just got buried until, until later on. And so now, oh, crap. Um, Joe Biden is really, ooh, he's not looking good. Joe Biden really can't say a whole lot's going on. Um, oh, with all the rioting and stuff, Donald Trump's actually starting to build momentum again in the polls. So we need to do something to we need something to us, uh, you know, slow him down. And I think that is why these are just now coming out two years later, because now they crap we. It, it's that old attitude, he who does something stupid last loses. So if we make it look like he did something stupid. But the, this is like the whole uh, Russian, uh, the Russian bounty thing. <gasps> oh my God, the Russians are putting bounties on troops in Afghanistan. Yeah, like 10 years ago. 
or longer. Or maybe even, you know, going back to the beginning of the war, when, you know, they had a lot more to gain. How... It's just one of those things that it doesn't make any sense if you stop and really look at it. Um, I was actually reading through that Atlantic article, not just, you know, going off of the the highlights that have been shared in the news and on social media. But, you know, the way they sourced some of their, some of their, uh, you know, their inside information. I mean, one person was, you know, one person was, you know, the son or grandson of one of someone who was killed in France during World War II. <laughs> hmm, pardon me. And, you know, Donald Trump standing over his grave with, you know, with his grandson and you know why why would he do it why would he do it and at the and the source you know who had the story relayed to him well my friend thought that at the time he was trying to wrap his head around you know sacrifice and blah 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 you know the same thing that you know we do when someone that we know or the family member of someone of one of our friends who's in the service gets killed and it's like well what would make a person you know go do this and it's a fairly it's a fairly common existential question well of why and so at the time you know this person you know was very thought it was very touching. And then, according to the friend, who is completely anonymous, because I don't want to upset anyone. I don't want to turn over the apple cart. Well, he he told me he figured out that he doesn't believe in anything transactional. Uh, the only, uh, non-transactional. The only thing, the only Reason you do anything is you're going to get something in return. And again, this goes back to goes back to a lot of uh, malarkey to steal from uh, Joe Biden, which I've got a fun story on him coming up here in a little bit. Um, because it all this is is trying to take. Donald Trump, who has said some rather uncouth things about John McCain, a noted veteran, and some and a few other people. You know, they, they say that he was trying to, you know, you know, attack a fallen soldier when, you know, his parents spoke at the Democratic National Convention. And ours son, he would not have wanted this. Well, how do you know what your son would want? He's been dead for three years. Our son, our son is a soldier. You can't insult him. Well, I mean, yeah, you can. Yeah, it's not cool because he can't defend himself, 
that's enough said on. I love people like you can't insult that person. They're a veteran. They're a they're above reproach. No, 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 no. No veteran is above reproach. And in fact, if you're a veteran and you feel that you're above reproach, I'm sorry, you're full of crap. Um, that is because if you have the if you have the uh, abilities to go get shot at for your country, and you have the ability to fight for your country, then you should have the ability to stand up to words. You should have the ability to stand up and go, okay, you're going to say this about me, but I'm going to offer a rebuttal. Because that's what you do. Yeah, I, I love people that might get on social media and I comment on Senator Tammy Duckworth. You can't say anything about her. She's a disabled veteran. Yeah, so am I. So we're granted she's more disabled than I am. But, you know, we're both disabled veterans. We've both had our bodies tore up in service of our country. But but she has a purple heart. Yeah, so she has a she has an award that I don't. Who cares? If she has the ability to fly a helicopter into combat and survive getting shot down, she can handle some harsh criticism from another veteran. It's a fact of life. But you, I, I love people like you. Know, you can't criticize Richard Blumen. Oh, he's a veteran. Like, like Lazy Dick? Lazy Dick, the Vietnam-era veteran who never went to Vietnam? The guy who tried hiding on the... Tried using that, I'm a Vietnam veteran crap for years until someone finally called him out and was like, no, 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 no. You were a reservist. You never went to Vietnam. Enough of that garbage. Steve says, please, the left excels at being butthurt over words. That's why I'm suspended from Twitter again. Liberals are pansies. And that's not me censoring it. He actually said pansies. Because there are certain people on Twitter you cannot call a pansy because they, they are shrinking violets when it comes to any sort of criticism. Uh, I'm looking at you, O'Brien Stelter, of the not-so-reliable sources. which. By the way, you want to tag Brian Stelter in this? By all means, I don't care. Brian Stelter's a punk, and the best he can do to somebody is to get them permabanned on Twitter. Not that I know anything about that. But, anywho. So, I have to bring out the phone because that's where all my show prep is these days. That is not interwebs. So, um, this is an uh, article I found in Real Clear Politics. It's not uh, one of the ones I highlighted. But, you know, Real Clear Politics, their writing is um, kind of on the uh, left-wing side. But um, this is uh, Philip Legman. He's a staff writer for Real Clear Politics. Trump to feds. Stop anti-American training on critical race theory. 
And I love how they put critical race theory in quotes like, we're making it up. Oh. So on Friday evening, and as November looms, the White House opened another front in the culture war. At the direction of the president, the Office of Management and Budget is ordering all federal agencies to cease and desist any government training programs that include reference to critical race theory or white privilege. Real queer politics has exclusively learned. Ooh, they got a scoop. Uh, the theory has long been in vogue within academia. Trump now seeks to root it out within the administrative state. Among the ideas underpinning CRT, now formally condemned by the White House, is that the law and all accompanying legal institutions are inherently racist and that race itself has no biological grounds. The concept of ethnicity is, instead, the product of a white society that uses systems and institutions to advance its own interests interest at the expense of the minorities. I'm going to stop right there because there's already so... Oh my god. So, the concept of ethnicity is the product of a white society. Race itself has no biological grounds. Of a white society. No biological grounds ethnicity is made up. Huh. Now, I'm not saying there's... I'm not saying there's a little doublespeak in that. But there's a lot of doublespeak in that. They're already coming out and just straight up telling you that, uh, yeah, it's full of crap. Because, you know, critical race theory is essentially evolves on, yes, there are multiple races, whether they're biological or not, irrelevant. But, you know, and yeah, the only way anything exists in the world is to is because of race and white people using you know you're starting to see a lot more pop up that law enforcement is a product of white supremacy it was born out of hunting down runaway slaves it's like come on uh kim says i thought we were supposed to judge people by their character not by skin color yeah um Hey, just for quoting that, Kim, you had just demonstrated your white fragility and trying to associate a now verboten idea from a great black leader to advance your own whiteness. You have to go straight to race jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Uh, Scoop Steve says we can't do that anymore because people were getting along. That's why they're flaming racial and... Why they're blaming racial and police tension. Exactly. You you can't have people who actually get along. You can't have people who are, you know, you know, able to function in society with those who do not uh you know see from necessarily the same point of view. Uh it's like I don't remember where it was. There was an article that came out that the Marines are racist because they've got the fewest black general. Uh, they've got the fewest black generals of any branch. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, of course the Marines have the fewest black generals of any branch. They're the smallest freaking branch! So, obviously, they're not going to have as many black generals as, say, the Army or General Officers, period, which in the Navy would be admirals. But, you know, people in the military, you know, race, well, it is an issue. I'm not going to, you know, try to say that it's not. Race will always be an issue because you have idiots who think your skin color determines your output and, or your, uh, your outcome in life. You know, if you're white and you're saying that black people's outcomes in life are being held back because of white people and they only need the help of the only way they can succeed is through white people, they might be a racist. Don't tell them I said that. No, I don't want them to get upset. But that's just the, the big problem is that, you know, when I, when I was in the military, I went to Afghanistan. I served alongside Hispanic soldiers, Asian soldiers, African-American soldiers. We had a Samoan dude who could bench press me. We served with all sorts of people in the military. So why the federal government needs to have race become a big thing and be teaching, be trying to teach critical race theory is insane. Especially when you look at one of the greatest forces in the segregation of the federal government was progressive hero, proto-fascist, and noted racist, Woodrow Wilson. So, I mean, when you're trying, you know, you had the, uh, you had the Smithsonian put out that document a few weeks ago that it could have been written by David Duke. I mean, uh, let's be honest. You know, you know things that are we consider American culture in general, such as you work hard. You know, you work before play, and you know, think you know. Have a you know having strong nuclear family where everyone is you know where the dad is in the picture and you know both parents are there. It, there's a lot of stuff like that that, according to critical race theory, is well that oh that's uh that's white culture. Wait wait what? White culture. So you're saying that, you know, white people work hard and they prioritize so that way they work to achieve goals so that way they can enjoy life later. So you're saying that black people don't do that. You're saying black people are lazy and want to live for now and not earn their not earn things later in life? Oh, no, 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 that's not what we're saying. That's what we're saying. No, no, that's what you just said. Maybe not in those words, but you are acting like they're internalizing self-hatred 
blah, 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 and other leftists speak because that's what you want to hear. I, I've made the analogy before that, you know, when it comes to racism and race baiting and all that garbage, you know, especially when it comes to a white fragility, white fragility summed up so you don't have to go read that stupid book. Basically boils down to, are you a racist? If you say yes, congratulations, you're on the road to fixing yourself. If you say no, uh, go back and start over again because only a racist would say they're not a racist. You know, it, it's kind of like the... Uh, Kind of like the, the, the witch trial scene from Monty Python, The Holy Grail. We found a racist! Can't we find him? I'm not a racist! Exactly what a racist would say! And the next thing you know, they've got you on giant scale, saying if you weigh the same as a duck, and if you, you know, weigh the same as a duck, you're obviously made out of wood, so they can burn you. Oh, so complicated. <laughs> I guess, where's my white privilege? I'm disabled. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out where my white privilege is, too. I, I've been uh, redoing the floors of my living room today. I was hoping I'd find my white privilege like under the couch or something. It just wasn't there. I don't know. Maybe I need to clean the fireplace again. I'm not sure. <laughs> they dress me up in these KKK robes. This isn't, this isn't my burning cross. They put it over me shoulder. Oh, that's such a... Oh man, that thing went. I want to go back and watch that now. Hey, so I, I'm gonna take a quick break and be right back. This is Tyler from Relentless Daring. And I am launching the brand new RelentlessDaring.com merch shop. Instead of having to go to a third-party vendor, now you can do everything right there at RelentlessDaring.com. If you want to buy merch, go to RelentlessDaring.com slash shop. And there you can get hats, you can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get coffee cups, you can get stickers. Go there today to show your love for the Relentless Daring podcast. And as always, stay relentless. Texas, welcome to the show. It's not that I have been uh, ignoring anyone. I just kind of get on a roll sometimes, and so you know, I I, I will catch things. Yeah, I'm glad you checked out the show. I did see that uh, you were recommended, but uh, check out the show on Facebook. That's cool. I'm glad people were starting to say, "Hey, go listen to this nut." You'll either love them or hate them, or at least be somewhat entertained, either or. <laughs> yeah, Steve pointed out that the silence was awkward. Yes, if you listen on the live show, for some reason that I cannot explain, yes, there is music that is going through the soundboard. I know it's going through the soundboard because it's recording on my computer. And it's the same feed that's going into Podbean. So 
I'm not sure what's up with that. So, um, if, if those, you know, if you're, you're probably checking out live later, so, you know, or checking out on demand, so, yeah, you're catching the commercial or, you know, my own website, inlandlessstaring.com, go there, buy stuff, donate to the show, sign up for, I don't know, give me your email address, maybe I'll start doing newsletters when I actually have a chance to actually do things, like, I don't know, sit and write once a week about things that are going on in the world and email y'all. Or you can email me, Tyler at RelentlessDaring.com. I have a somewhat somewhat professional email address. So that's cool. Newsletter, question mark. Really? I I don't know. I Lady Di, come on. I'm a busy, busy man. The fact that I only work 50 hours this week is a shocker to me. So yeah, the joys of having to have a job to support doing a podcast until it takes off and then the podcast starts making money. Say la vie, say la vie. That is a loud snoring dog in the floor. So, and uh, one thing they brought up. So, Portland has been a, a cesspool, a crap hole, if you will. Um... Part of it is because of their DA. Forget Ted Wheeler. Are you going to do a show on YouTube, Kim asked. I'm actually trying to get this on video so we can eventually go on YouTube. I have to kind of put everything together. And eventually I hope to have a camera that doesn't shut off after like 25 minutes. That way I can't. That, or if I get the ability to... I get the right cable so I can uh, get the right cable so I can hopefully use this camera as a webcam and then stream through there. It's all one of those things. <laughs> Do your thing. I'm just here because there's a photo of bourbon, a suggestion in Portland. DA is a dick. Ha! 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 Hey, that's good enough for me. So, yeah, I, I put up a picture on Instagram of a, my bottle of uh, Maker's Mark over here over my shoulder and my whiskey glass and, you know, talking about what was going on. So, ah, uh, hey, if that got you to come in, that got you to come in. So, anyway, I'm actually getting ready to go into the story about the, uh, the DA. So, it, it came out earlier this week that the DA happened be friends and went to college with a big Antifa guy. But so as part of it, he doesn't believe in you know justice per se as you know normal people would see it. He believe or even um restorative justice as libertarians would like to look at how the justice system should work. You know, where a person will go to jail and they will work to make whole certain things they've done in the commission of crimes. Well, the DA in Portland, he believes in reparative justice because criminals aren't just criminals, they're victims too. They're victims of their situation, they're victims of society, they're victims of 
choices they'd made because they didn't know better. Okay, so as we, uh, this is uh, reading out of Red State. So there's going to be bits and pieces all thrown together because Red State is the authors commenting on what they've read. As we reported, one of the problems of dealing with the riots in Portland is the failure of the DA to prosecute cases. People are just released immediately and then not even charged for the most part. Then they are just, when they're just arrested, the majority of these cases have just been dismissed. Well, that's a problem for stopping the violence of the riots because people just get out and go right back to the riots. Knowing there have been no consequences. It's also a problem because it leaves them free to commit other crimes. And it's pretty clear that a lot of people have issues. Uh, the feds had deputized Oregon State Police. You know, this would be helpful. Uh, but now, there's been a number of shootings uh, and stabbings and other things in Portland. There's the one guy who shot the Trump guy, Trump supporter from Patriot Prayer. You know, I don't know a whole lot about Patriot Prayer. Uh, the ants for weirdos, they call them. But they're all right, white supremacists. I don't know one way or the other. But all I know is they were there. And there were some guys who were riding around pickup, being dumbasses, shooting the crowd with paintballs and pepper spraying people. Now, if, he, if they were only shooting paintballs and pepper spraying in legit self-defense, okay, that's understandable. If they're just rolling around the streets, hey, look, losers in black block, pop, 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 pop. That's another story. But, you know, one of these knuckleheads goes up to some of these uh, Patriot Prayer dudes and, hey, we got some choppers, we got some choppers, pop, pop, pop. Well, actually, just pop, pop. I hate to, I don't want to misrepresent what happened. He only shot the dude in the chest twice, not three times. And from the video, it appears to be uh, not in self-defense, which is what, in a Vice interview, he claimed he did. He claimed he was pulling a Rittenhouse and shooting him in self-defense. They were going to shoot one of my colored friends, man. Like, first of all, you said colored friends. Last time I checked, persons of color is acceptable. To say colored people is still wrong. You shouldn't do that because it is highly, highly racist. Not that matters because uh, police found you. They tried to arrest you. You got in a shootout and you got schwacked. To quote one Jeff Fisher, who was referenced earlier in the show, uh, good. Because that's what happens when you murder people and then you get into a shootout with cops. Kind of like Jacob Blake, you show up at your alleged rape victim's house, cause a scene, you fight with the cops, you walk off to walk off getting tased twice. And then you lunge into your car for whatever reason, you get paralyzed from the waist down because of the seven bullets you just took in the back. I'm not necessarily saying that was a good shoot. I'm just saying you kind of earned it. So, anyway, back to the story, because... Uh, police have charged Philip Lawrence Nelson in the double-stabbing murder of Cassie Leeton, 22, and Najaf Nate Hobbs, 39, in northeast Portland in June. 
it's September. The stabbing happened in June. Uh, so the week before Nelson was arrested on at a protest on charges of interfering with a police officer. The charges were then dismissed the next day. Oh, surprise. A week later came the stabbing. Nelson told the police he had been homeless living in Portland for two months before the crime. According to the roommate of the two people killed, Nelson had rented them a unit and a fourplex when they found out he was just squatting in the building. That led to an ongoing dispute that may have factored into the alleged murder. And then there was a video showing him. Another story I had led. Another story I had led. Another story I had read also said that he was also being held in jail on a, you know, without bond on another case from which he was released. Now, this just goes to the question of the DA. If the DA is going, oh, well, you know, yeah, he's a history of violence, but, you know, record of justice, he's just a victim himself. Um, shouldn't the DA be responsible for, you know, you know, be civilly responsible at the very least? It was his decision to dismiss charges and release the guy. So, if he released them, and his actions led to this man committing murder, shouldn't the DA bear some of the responsibility in that? I mean, it was his decision. I mean, it's like a cop pulls over someone driving drunk. They fail the field sobriety test and, well, okay, your address is literally a quarter mile down the road. Go straight home. Don't do anything. Let's him go. And then, and that quarter mile somehow runs over an entire school bus full of nuns and kills everyone. Well, the cop had him pulled over. He failed a field sobriety test and let him go. The cop is going to get sued. The police department is going to get sued at the very minimum because, well, police discretion. He's only a quarter mile from How was I supposed to know a, he was going to crash into a bus full of nuns? Well, I mean, if you have a dude who's interfering with police, attacking police, and being a, a general hellion at a riot, what makes you think that he might not do something else? And you let him go and dismiss the charges. Oh, well, he's a victim. No, he's not. If anything, he's a victim of his own bad decisions. And actions have consequences, unfortunately. And speaking of actions and consequences, before I get out of here, let me get back into the story du jour. The Secret Service inadvertently confirms a gateway pundit story about Biden sexually assaulting an agent's girlfriend. Hey oh. You know, we all had the Tara Reid thing where, yeah, that was not pretty. However, uh, this is a, by Cassandra Fairbanks, 
This is published a couple days ago at the Gateway Pundit. In 2017, Gateway Pundit explosively reported that Secret Service agent was suspended for a week in 2009 for shoving then-Vice President Joe Biden after he kept his girlfriend's boob while the couple was doing a photo op with the Vice President. The uh, situation got so heated, a source who was a Secret Service agent at the time told the Gateway Pundit that others had to step in and prevent the agent from hitting then Vice President. Now, again, that is a source, one of those anonymous things. So take it with a grain of salt, just like I said earlier with the Atlantic article. But again, we know Gropey Joe has a history of being gropey and you know getting all up on someone's handlers. Boone says new campaign slogan should be Sniff 2020. Hell yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Uh, anyways, a Secret Service has now inadvertently confirmed our report to Judicial Watch, who has filed a lawsuit after the Secret Service failed to respond to a July 14, 2020 administrative appeal challenging its claim that all files related to the 2009 altercation, quote, had been destroyed due to retention standards. The all records, uh, Judicial Watch's FOIA request made on May 12, 2020 sought all records related to a reported incident in 2009 in which a United States Secret Service agent reportedly was involved in an altercation with or attempted to strike then-Vice President Joe Biden during a photo opportunity. Records sought shall include, but not be limited to, witness statement, agent statement, victim statement, alleged perpetrator statement, incident reports, investigative reports, communications among USSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSS
outside of Hillary Clinton. Even Barack Obama would go to you know go to these events. But you know, Joe Biden also he's had seven known credible accusations of sexual harassment or assault. And then this is another one which you know you have a guy on your detail, you cop a feel on his girlfriend in front of him. I mean, I, I've heard of uh, power corrupting, but holy hell, that's just absolutely ridiculous to think that you know the vice president in front of dude's girl, in front of girl's boyfriend would do that. I mean, and th- and then the guy gets it. Guy gets suspended and undergoes disciplinary action because how dare you stand up for your significant other? It's the vice president. It's an honor to be groped by the vice president. <laughs> and oh yeah, and they spy on the current POTUS. Yeah, I know. And it's the the level of insanity going on. When it comes to what is considered acceptable and what is not acceptable, is absolutely mind-boggling. <laughs> Biden was arrogant, but now he doesn't remember it. I wish I could play that I don't remember it card. I've been hit in the head so many damn times. I can't remember if I ate for breakfast. Oh, yeah, I didn't eat breakfast this morning. Was that yesterday? I don't remember. But... The the fact that it's going on, <laughs> beer. I did not drink beer for breakfast yesterday or this morning because I don't have any beer. Know that one for a fact. That is not guessing. That is me not. That is not me remembering incorrectly. I don't have beer. So, um, you have this going on. I would love to see what comes out of this because. Last time I checked, there's certain things that in government service with the with what the U.S. Code has as far as the law for records retention. There's certain things that don't go away. For instance, an accusation of a sexual assault. Now I am sure under federal, you know, federal uh, law that pertains to, you know, even the Department of Defense's uh, sexual harassment and assault response and prevention. If he took a swipe at the vice president because the vice president grabbed his girlfriend in an inappropriate manner, as part of the investigation into him taking a swipe at the vice president, that would have triggered an automatic, uh, an an automatic investigation, and then that paperwork would be there because, you know, you know, as one of our agents was inv- and his girlfriend was involved, said the vice president did it, and we had to investigate. And you know, the article goes on to say that you know a number of events. The agents were had planned with 
uh, the Bidens and the Biden family sets as a Christmas get-together with the Biden family. They walk out because apparently he's like the Harvey Weinstein of vice presidents when it comes to uh, Secret Service wives and girlfriends because he has a history of being handsy with them, according to that article. I not that shocking. He has a history of being handsy with everybody. So again, this is another story predicated on an anonymous source. However, this anonymous source, you know, was somewhat was uh, somewhat confirmed by the Secret Service when they said, "Oh, um, that yeah, the records of the records pertaining to that event have been destroyed." Oh, so you acknowledge the event happened. So, I mean, they do have that going for them. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for the show this week. Again, those of you in the live room, thank you so much for checking it out. So glad that you are here. Uh, those of you who are listening on demand, if you're listening at relentlessdaring.com, please don't forget, at the top of the page, you will see a donate button. Click there. And you can set up a one-time donation. You can set up a monthly donation. All that, all that money goes back to the podcast to make it better for you. Also, be sure to check out the merch shop. I have t-shirts, hats, hoodies, uh, coffee cups, things like that. Again, proceeds from that goes back into the show to make things better for you. And I just about knocked my glass of whiskey over. That would have been bad. So... Again, thank you all so very much. If you are listening on Apple or on Stitcher, Stitcher, if you're listening on Stitcher.com on your computer, uh, go there. You know, go there and you know, do a rating review. Give it that five star rating because it helps people find. It's not alcohol. It was not abused. It was not abused at all. It is very happy and it might spill my glass right now. <laughs> but if you're listening on Apple, leave that five star review. Then leave or five star rating. Then leave a nice review. That way, as the uh, as the algorithm helps people find my show, they say, "Oh, well, it's highly rated." Except for that one guy, left the one star review. Then they read they re read the reviews, and oh, everyone seems to really like the show, except for that one guy. One troll who decided that he apparently doesn't like me. I haven't forgotten. Anyways, you can do that. Rate it, review it, share it. Also, subscribe. Will you share it? Share it with someone who you think will like the show. Share it with someone who you think will drive an absolute, drive an absolute bad crap crazy. I don't care. I love spreading hate and, hate and discontent. It's what I but again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's been great hanging out with y'all. <laughs> that one guy, he was here. Yes, he was here that one time. So anyways, thank you all so much for tuning in and listening. And as always, stay relentless.
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.